It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Tonight, the Houston Astros continue their season opening six-game road trip. Starting a two-game series in Anaheim against the Los Angeles Angels. Astros swept the four-game series in Oakland to begin the season, including a 9-2 win yesterday afternoon. Yuli Gurriel, three hits, including a two-run double. Brandon Belak, outstanding, getting the win in relief with four and two-thirds innings of perfect baseball, striking out four as the Astros are off to a 4-0 start. The Angels, they're off to a 3-1 start. They won their last two games over the White Sox to take that series, including a 7-4 win over Chicago last night. Let's take a look at the pitching matchup brought to you by the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. It'll be Luis Garcia on the mound for the Astros, making his first appearance of the year, and it's going to be his second regular season start for the Houston Astros, and he made his debut in Anaheim out of the bullpen last year. Yeah, and he's a big, hard-throwing, right-handed pitcher, highly touted prospect for the Astros coming through and they they signed him as an older player so he's risen pretty quickly but uh, more than anything it's because of performance he's got a lot of swing and miss on his slider which once he gets ahead the hard fastball he throws in the mid 90s and he's got a good changeup, a serviceable changeup that keeps lefties on us hey I'll tell you this Angels lineup is pretty gifted Uh, they're very disciplined at the plate and all that so for Luis Garcia more than anything it's to pound the strike zone and get strike one Meanwhile, Jose Quintana, left-hander, getting the start for the Angels. Astros haven't seen him in about five years, and uh, he's a guy, when he is healthy, he's pretty reliable. You know, one of the biggest reasons why the Angels wanted to acquire Quintana, he's not sexy in, in the fact that he gets a lot of strikeouts, but he gets the ball in play, and he gets the, play, uh, the ball in play on the ground, and they feel like their infield defense is fantastic, especially on the left side with Rendon and Iglesias. So uh, Quintana, uh, they're hoping can be efficient. He can be an innings eater this year, and they feel really good that he can head the, this rotation. Astrolaunch will continue right after this. The 2021 season is upon us, and the Houston Astros single game tickets are on sale now. Make your plans to see the Astros live at Minute Maid Park. Now. From dollar dogs and Friday night fireworks to great plays and Crawford box home runs. Looking up, see you later. You won't want to miss a second of the excitement at Minute Maid Park this season. We can't wait to welcome you back to the ballpark because this season is for the age. Visit Astros.com slash tickets for more information and to get your tickets today. Welcome back. It's time for the Keys to the Game brought to you by Honda. Race in today for a great deal on a Honda at your Greater Houston Honda dealer. Well, the Astros having to rejigger the lineup with Michael Brantley out. The hope is he'll be back tomorrow, but 
How about Yuli Gurriel moving up to the two spot today? And when you look at the series he had in Oakland, he definitely earned that promotion in the lineup. Yeah, and think about his bat-to-ball skills, where he's able to put the ball in play. And if you get Altuve on base early, that opens up a lot of holes because Gurriel can shoot the ball through both sides of the infield. I like that play. I like Gurriel in the two-hole. And certain matchups, especially against a lefty who he hits very well, like Quintana, I think it's, it's a great move by Dusty. Coming up in a little bit, we'll hear from Astros coach Gary Pettis has been away from the team because of multiple myeloma, but he is going to be at the game today, and he spoke with the media earlier. Up next, it's the Manager's Show with Dusty Baker, presented by Waste Management, but now this from your local station. Robert Ford. Back at the wall, looking up, a three-run home run for Jose Altuve. Steve Sparks. These fans are ringside at one of the best boxing matches they'll ever see. The Houston Astros on your radio all summer long. Pitch to Piscotty, and Piscotty lifts this one to right fairly deep, but going back on it, Tucker, he makes the catch just before getting to the wall, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros start 4-0, sweeping the Oakland A's to begin the 2021 season. Winning today by a final of 9-2, Astros scoring eight or more runs in each of the first four games of the season. Well, Dusty, you couldn't have uh, possibly played much better than you did, especially offensively uh, over this first uh, series of the year, this four-game series against the A's, get the sweep, score eight or more runs in each game, and and won each of the games pretty decisively. And it seemed like uh, even when the A's were threatening you to, to get back into the ball game, your offense was able to answer. Well, that's true. And, uh, you know, there were a couple of instances where a three-run homer would have either tied the score or got them right back in the game. And unfortunately for us, you know, their bullpen, you know, was a bit, you know, overpitched. And uh, they probably had to go with guys that, you know, didn't really yeah, uh, match up well, but you got to go with, uh, I've been there before, you got to go with who's, you know, who's the freshest. And, and our offense continued to add on, especially in the late innings, which is all of this, what I preach all the time, let's try to win the seventh, eighth, and ninth, and you can either get, you know, back in the game or put the game out of reach. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun when you're scoring a lot of runs. And it seems like sometimes you can score runs at will and other times you can't buy a run. So, uh, uh, you know, we got a new series here. Uh, you know, these guys are playing pretty good ball. They're playing excellent ball. And, you know, we know they got a good offense. Uh, we don't know a whole bunch about their new and, uh, you know, revamped uh, uh, bullpen. But it should be a good series. And uh, we're only here two days and then we go back home. You know, speaking of the bullpen, uh, you know, Granke go, went six innings on, on opening day, but none of the other starters in the series uh, went more than five innings. Jose Urquidy, four and a third innings yesterday, and then Brandon Belak came out of the bullpen and, and was able to finish the game off and went four and two-thirds scoreless innings, did not allow a base runner. And not only did he pitch well, but that really sets your bullpen up well for this series. Yes, it did. And we were hoping, you know, that's why we were saving him, you know, in that role. And, uh, you know, we had a lead, hopefully, that uh, it turned out the way that it did. You know, we, we were like, come on, man, you know, close this game out, and then we can go on to, uh, uh, you know, Anaheim, uh, you know, a high, uh, high, you know, high-powered offense, uh, you know, with our bullpen relatively fresh. 
and uh, you know he gave us all that we needed. To, uh, he he showed good good you know good control, mixed his pitches up well. You know um, you know Jason Castro called a outstanding you know game for Yuki and for you know uh, you know for Belak, and uh, you know he seemed a lot calmer than he had seen before. And, uh, you know, he's in much better shape. You know, he came to spring training in, the, you know, in excellent shape. And, uh, you know, that's what you need out of, out of your long man in the bullpen. That win yesterday was career win number 1,896 for you as a manager. That ties you with Bill McKetney for, for 14th all time. And there are going to be a few times when we talk about this this year, of you catching up to guys and passing guys on the, uh, the all-times wins list for, for a manager. When you think about that, you know, 1,896 wins. What does what does that mean to you? I don't know. I, I mean, I was curious where I was. <laughs> I was going to ask Carl or ask Gene, uh, you know, where I was on that because I like to keep the scorecards, you know, whenever I pass somebody. And I was like, well, the scorecard went yesterday. It went to, uh, you know, went to, uh, you know, McCormick because he hit his first, uh, um, you know, his first home run um, and his parents were there. And, you know, which made me feel good, made them feel good. But, you know, uh, McCormick got, shoot, he got, uh, he got three of the four lineup cards, you know, you know, for the weekend. <laughs> he got the first one in his first appearance. And then, uh, and then the second one, first hit. Uh, his first hit. And then the third one, his first home run. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll get to keep this one today. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you win today, then you pass Phil McKechnie. So that would be a reason yeah. for you to, to, to even more to hold on to that, to that lineup card. And, you know, you mentioned Chaz McCormick and getting an opportunity this weekend in part because of Michael Brantley came out of uh, yeah. the game on Friday, got hit by the pitch, uh, suffered the contusion of the right wrist. And obviously good news with the x-rays that turned out to be negative. And I know you hope to get him back in there uh, pretty soon. Yeah, we do. And, and, you know, hopefully get him back tomorrow. And, uh, you know, the way things worked out, uh, you know, they got a right-hander going tomorrow, which really doesn't matter, you know, to Michael, but, you know, matters to us. And, uh, you know, he definitely needs some balance, uh, you know, throughout that lineup that Michael gives us balance. And, uh, uh, you know, you can go left, right, left, right, left, right, all the way down, I don't know, to the sixth or seventh hole. So that's, uh, you know, that makes it tougher on their bullpen as well. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, you can't win without using a full, um, uh, you know, your full team. And, uh, you know, the guys that came in, like Diaz came in, had a great day, you know, and then, uh, you know, McCormick came in yesterday and had a great day. And so, uh, uh, you know, Castro came in and had a great day as well. So, you know, you definitely need those guys to come in and they, you know, they need it too. you know, feel like they're part of the team, feel like they're contributing. And, uh, um, you know, it's a little tough when you come out of spring training because guys are playing four or five, six innings. So everybody's in the lineup almost every day. Uh, but when you get to, you know, the season starts and some, some of these guys, you know, might not get to play for a week after they've been playing almost every day during spring training. So uh, it was good to get them in there, uh, you know, not at the expense of Michael, but at the same time uh, and, and not the expense of, of uh, uh, you know, Bregman. But, you know, we have to, t- you know, take care of Bregman, take care of Michael because we got a long, long year and you want the replacements to come in and not really lose anything. And so that's a sign of a good team and, and a team with balance. All right. Astros manager, Dusty Baker, thanks for joining us and good luck tonight. All right. Thank you.
All right, we'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. And welcome back to Astro Launch. First game of a two-game series with the Los Angeles Angels. A couple of really good teams here. Uh, a little earlier today, the Astros media got a chance to talk to our old friend Gary Pettis, who uh, should be back sometime this year, but right now he's just visiting uh, with the team because he lives in California. So a good chance to hear from Gary Pettis. I'm doing well. I'm ready to get back to baseball, that's for sure. I'm feeling feeling very well, though. My treatments have gone uh, probably better than, than I would have hoped uh, considering not knowing what I was up against. Um, but yeah, it's actually gone extremely well. And I'm, I'm really happy with where I am right now. Can, I, I, I know it must be difficult to recollect, but can you take us back to kind of how this all transpired and kind of what the last, you know, eight, nine months have been like for you? Well, I think it's, it initially started uh, last September, beginning of September, maybe the end of August. I was feeling a little pain in my leg and, uh, couldn't quite figure out what was going on. And then uh, after trying a bunch of different things uh, that we normally do in baseball, you know, we, we think that we're invincible. Uh, you know, I tried massage, different kind of things, different treatments, ice, you know, the norm, Tylenol, <laughs> leave, all those different things. And uh, it didn't seem to to stop the issue that I was having with my leg. And so I finally got an, got an x-ray, had an MRI, and it revealed a, uh, a stress fracture and uh, another little spot that was on my leg and went and had it diagnosed and it came back as multiple myeloma. How special is it for you to be back, be able to see the team tonight? Oh man, this is gonna be so much fun. Uh, I wished I could have gone over to the hotel and spent a little time with the guys prior to uh, to them going over to the ballpark today, but obviously with the uh, MLB protocols, it wasn't allowed. Uh, but I'm hoping that soon, you know, everything will will clear up enough to where uh, if they come back here shortly, I haven't really looked that far ahead in the schedule. But if they do, uh, then hopefully I can get a chance to to visit with them at the hotel. But I will be able to go to the game to the game tonight. I'll, I'll go for I'm not sure how long. Just depends. I'm, I'm going to try and go a little bit early try and get there when the gates open so that maybe I can have a conversation with a couple guys and, and Dusty and the staff. And if they allow it, that's what I'll do. And if not, I'll, I'll wave from afar. But I'm, I'm ready to do whatever needs to be done, obviously. How often did you catch yourself watching games and, and seeing something that you wish you could communicate with the guys? And, and if so, how difficult was that for you? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think the, the difficult time was, was spring training. Uh, being able to see some of the games during spring training and see some of the things that transpired good or bad and, and just not being able to to reach out and, and say something to the guys, um, whether it was just a pat on the back or, hey, good job, way to go. I, I like what you did there. So spring training obviously is a time for teaching. And uh, that's what I that's what I miss the most. And then when you when you fast forward that to uh, the games in Oakland, there really nothing was I, I couldn't say anything about what they did in Oakland. I was really, really happy about that. Talk else. GP, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? 
Good. Hey. <laughs> Tell me about last year at the postseason when you were up in that suite and the guys were looking up to you and, and showing their appreciation. Was that a moment that kind of made you reflect on not only how important you are to them, but maybe how much you miss the game and miss being around them? Oh, no doubt. I, I have I have goosebumps right now, just, you know, thinking back and remembering that um, it was it was really a, a special time. Um, and it was it was uplifting for me in a sense that I I just I wanted to be there and I didn't know if it was going to work out that way. And in fact, I think if I remember correctly, I had just flown back to California maybe a few days prior to them playing in San Diego. And so I didn't know if it was going to work out that I could go. And so I was a little down thinking that maybe I wouldn't be able to go. But then once I uh, was told that I could attend, man, what a what a thrill. And then to just be able to, to say hello and see the guys knowing uh, and being there with them and seeing what they had already gone through uh, for that whole season, man, it was it was a such a thrill. And, and to see them play the way that I know, and you all know, we all know that they can, man, that was, that was special. All right. Questions for Brandon Belak. Uh, Chandler, you can start off. I just want to know what that pitch was you threw to Andrus yesterday that made him kind of give that swing. What was that? And were you surprised he swung at it? Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a slider down the way, uh, kind of, kind of got away from me, obviously. Um, and I mean, maybe the pitches before kind of set it up like that, but I mean, uh, backup slider is kind of one of the best pitches in baseball, honestly. Julia? Just how would you assess your day overall? Yeah, I mean, uh, not pitching the first three games. Uh, kind of getting anxious down there to, to get in the game since I wasn't the only one uh, in the game yet. But uh, getting out there and with four-run lead at first and then a seven-run lead, uh, main goal is just to go out there and throw strikes and, and get outs to, to win the ball game. Um, and I was pretty happy with uh, the pitches that I threw and Castro and I were on a good good game plan. And uh, the guys behind me played great defense to uh, make it make it a great win. Was it different with fans in the stands? Was there just a different energy overall for you? Yeah, I mean, it was great having fans in the stands. Uh, gives you a different feeling out there. Uh, a little bit more adrenaline on that makes you lock it in a little bit more out there. So it's great having fans back in the stands. One more, if I can. Um, do you have plans of like family or friends coming to see you um, in the future or have they been already anything like that? Yeah. So uh, my fiance and then also my parents will actually be in Houston for the first homestand. So looking forward to seeing them in the stands and uh, waving to them in the stands to make it a little bit special. Uh, since they weren't able to get there last year. Like another debut. Love it. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Greg Bailey. Hey, Brandon, let me, let me take off my mask, man. You, you're, you're talking about something pretty special, having having family. Just just with family being able to see you play finally, and, and I know you guys have work to do in Anaheim, but the idea of coming home to a, to a great home crowd who's really excited with what you guys are doing, uh, how, how exciting is that for you? And what, what kind of added layer uh, does that add to the experience? Yeah, I mean, all the guys on the team just, just say how great the Astros fans are. Um, but also I have my family and fiance there in the stands. It's, it's going to be definitely special for me to, to have them all there. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
And if you could, is the experience that much different? Have you guys talked about how much different it is perhaps with some fans in the stands now than it was in the past? Yeah, I mean, uh, they say Minute Maid Park is pretty electric. Uh, the packed stadium uh, with 50% that we're going to have, I'm sure it's still going to be electric. Uh, but hopefully in the coming months, we'll be able to pack that place. Thank you, bud. Yep. Brandon Scott. Hey, Brandon, how much calmer do you feel out there, if at all? How much calmer do you feel out there? And, and if so, how much does that help you in, in your performance? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I made some, some good strides over the offseason uh, working with Strami and uh, Bill Murph and Miller. Uh, just just going over the adjustments that I had to make from last year uh, to this to this year, and uh, I saw them strides happen in spring training, and I'm looking forward to continuing them in in the regular season. And, and then just one other thing, the fact that you're still sort of playing for your role on the team does that does that motivate you more more so than put pressure on you? Like like how do you internalize that? Yeah, absolutely, uh, definitely. I want to I want to stay on this team and and help this team win as much as I can. Uh, so each time I get a chance to to show my opportunity out there and show them what I got, it's, it's definitely uh, motivating and, and something that uh, I need to go out there and do my job. Ed Callis. Hey Brandon, you talked about working uh, in the off season, and when you think back to last year, do you think? when things were going well as opposed to when things didn't go so well for you, it was more pitch execution or sequencing. What did, what were your thoughts when you reflected back on 2020? Yeah. I mean, maybe probably a combination of both, honestly, uh, pitch execution was, was big. I mean, right, right-handed hitters dominated me uh, towards the end of the season and uh, hopefully we've come up with a better plan to be able to get those guys out uh, this year. So uh, definitely talking with the coaches and, and catchers and, our, our team uh, hopefully have a good plan moving forward. Anything else for Brandon? Yeah, what's your fiance's name? Alexa. Alexa, and when did you all get engaged? Yeah, it was actually uh, right after Christmas. Uh, kind of a little surprise because, you know, people expect it on, on days of, of when families are together. Uh, but we did it at one of our, our favorite wineries in New Jersey on the 27th of December. So it was a special moment. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Brandon, thank you. You have a good one. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Here's Guriel, runners on first and second. And he punishes one to right center field. This one's got a chance, and it is in and out of the glove of Canna, off the wall and back into his glove. That should be a hit. They're going to score a run. Two runs in. Alvarez makes it on the double by Guriel, in and out of the glove of Canna. Yuli, uh, how – how, how, how do you feel your timing is right now? And how do you feel your swing is locked in uh, this early in the season? Yeah, I feel, I feel good about where my swing is at. I worked on that a lot in spring training to be able to be perfect with it, perfect with the timing coming the season. I think a lot of people were a bit worried during spring, but I think I worked hard enough to have it where I wanted to be and the important things happened there during the regular season. Also, uh, how did how did Jordan look to you yesterday scoring from first on that double? Oh, muy bien, muy bien. So, 
lo pudimos ver ahí que estaba en perfectas condiciones. Eh, me sentí muy contento de verdad de verlo correr como él corría antes. Yeah, no, I felt he looked really good. I think uh, I felt really happy to be able to see him run like he was able to uh, before. So it was really good for all of us to see him uh, look good physically out there. Julia? You talked about coming in in better shape physically. Do you feel like that's made a difference so far? Do you feel different so far this year? Yes, yes, much better. I feel like I'm como prácticamente dos o tres años atrás, ¿no? Me siento mucho mejor para los movimientos y de verdad que, que, que estoy como esperado. Yeah, I feel really good physically. Um, I feel just how I hoped I would feel. And honestly, it's, it's, it's like two or three years ago, I feel like physically. So I'm really happy to be where I, where I hoped I could be with the movements and everything. I feel physically really good. And another one, uh, you and Miles are pretty close, but what is it like watching him get this opportunity, you know how hard he's worked um, to, to be a part of this every day and, and play this much. No, no, eh, verdad que me siento muy contento también por él, ¿no? Ya que, que tiene una responsabilidad nueva de, de, de estar de regular, no como el año pasado que tenía otra responsabilidad de venir del banco. Y creo que ahora lo, lo está asumiendo con responsabilidad y creo que va a tener una gran temporada. Yeah, I'm really happy for him as well to see him with the new responsibility, being a regular uh, out there, as opposed to last year when he was had the responsibility of coming mostly off the bench. So I'm really happy for him. I think that he's he's done a really good job with it. I think he's going to have a good year this year. And salsa is one, two, three, one, two, three. Just so you know. <laughs> Get it right, Yuli. <laughs> Setting miles up for failure. Only one, two. Eh? He's saying, oh, only one, one, two, three. No, only one, two. But you know him. <laughs> <laughs> I do know him. Gracias. Rick Bailey? Rick Bailey, did you have a question? All right, Daniel. Um, hola Yuli, soy Daniel Guerrero de MLB.com. Uh, que, uh, hoy que va a regresar Gary Pérez, que, que es, uh, pues cómo sienten y para verlo juntar con el equipo otra vez. No, muy contento, verdad que Gary ya es como de la familia y verdad que lo extrañamos mucho. Es una parte bien importante para el equipo y verdad que estamos bien contentos por eso. Gracias Yuli. <laughs> okay yeah no it's uh it's really good for us for gary to be to be back with the team he's obviously a big part of the team we're really happy to have him back it's just going to be uh we also really good to have him back with the club Gracias, Julie. Hey, Julie, i know i know it's come uh, back I know it's uh, early in the season. Do you think you notice this team playing with that joy and passion that you guys played with last year was so different, but do you notice a difference already this year than maybe was missing last year? Sí, muy diferente. De verdad que estábamos extrañando ya 
de esta parte, principalmente la, la del público, aunque no fueron muy amistosos con nosotros ahí en Oakland, pero bueno, de verdad que ya estábamos extrañando esto y, y eso le hace mucha falta al mejor. Yeah, it's been really different. Um, I think more than anything, just to have the fans back in the game has been huge. Uh, they weren't exactly friendly with us in Oakland, but still to have them uh, has been a big part of the game. It's something that baseball was really missing last year. All right, let's do some Spanish questions, Luis. Uh, yes, if I can have a couple, please. Uh, Yuri, si me regalas un par de preguntas, por favor. Eh, la primera, de la manera que han comenzado, manera contundente, yo sé que son apenas cuatro partidos, pero ¿qué significa eh, y qué dice del equipo de comenzar así de esta manera? No, es, es bien, bien importante ¿no? para nosotros, ya que varias personas estaban preocupadas, ¿no? porque en el fin de no, no, el equipo no estaba principalmente ofensivamente, no había estado bien, pero bueno, esta, esta era la respuesta, ahora es cuando de verdad que, que el equipo tenía que hacer el trabajo y esa es la respuesta que ha dado el equipo. Muy contento con ellos y de verdad que muy orgulloso de tener esas cuatro victorias en Oakland. And it was really important to start a season like that. I know a lot of people were worried about the club after the spring training we had, especially offensively. But I think this has been our response that we've come out and we've done the job that we needed to do. And it's, it's been really good to see the, the team get off to this hot start. Y la otra, Julie, eh, lo mencionabas en momentos, ¿no? Sobre la afición. Eh, como decías, es bueno tener ahí el apoyo y a veces no son, no son tan amistosos. Hablando de eso, ¿qué gratificante es poder silenciar a estos que están en contra de ustedes? Sí, ya va a ser algo que, que vamos a tener que estar adaptados, ¿no? Eh, vamos a, a presentar varios estadios que van a estar como en este, que la afición va a ser prácticamente todo en contra. Pero hay que estar bien preparado, ¿no? Y ya el equipo lo, lo demostró ahora que el equipo está preparado para eso y para mucho más. Solamente enfocarnos a hacer nuestro trabajo Yeah, we're going to face a lot of situations like we did in Oakland with the fans. Uh, it's going to be a lot of stadiums that we go through this year that won't be, it'll be hard, basically everybody against us. So I think that it's just a matter of focusing on our job. And I think the team demonstrated that first series that we're able to focus on it and, and just do the task. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast on the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way.